she isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Welcome back. I'm Marlene Bonin in this evening for Alex Pearson. And we got a lot of political talking to do. As we say, it's all about test and where we're going to go from the United States to Ontario to the city of Toronto to Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives. Joining me now, Global Top Talkers. I would like to welcome Scott Thompson, Global News Radio 900 Hamilton. Hi, Scott. Hi, Arlene. Great to be here. Nice to have you, Craig Needles, Global News Radio 980 London. Craig, welcome. Thanks, Arlene. All right. I'll start with you, Craig. Here we got a lot of political stuff to go through. Let's talk about what's happening at the convention. This is a huge test. That's been my theme as we began. It's a test for Andrew Scheer and not one that I envy him on. We've got Maxime Bernier talking through tweets in a most modern way about diversity. It's stuck. It's become a political talking point. All eyes on what he's going to do. I honestly don't know what he's going to do. It's difficult because Sheer himself can't kick Bernier out of caucus. He needs to get the other members of caucus to agree to vote Bernier out. And I don't know if he's going to be able to get that level of support. I don't know if I'm going to want to be the conservative MP who booted Bernier, and then you're going to donors saying, hey, help my re-election fund next year. And you've got a bunch of people who are kicked off because they like some of the things Bernier's had to say. So, yeah, it's a bad spot. I think that Sheer's plan might have been just do nothing, but Bernier just keeps going further and further and further on his tweet. So it's interesting to see what, uh, what he's going to do, but I, I, I do not envy his position, to say the least. No, Scott, it is a very tough position. There's no meeting in the middle, really. Can he appease Maxine Bernier, but also look like he has control of his party? Arlene, you just hit the nail right on the head, the middle. And that's exactly what's missing here. We live in a world of extremes. It's either this way or that way. And, and it doesn't matter what your political stripe, whether you're left or you're right. And the Conservative Party, and you know what? A lot of parties are dealing with the same thing internally. It's like, how do we keep the bases, uh, priorities intact, but also sell this? And let's be honest. It's the middle, silent majority that has been neglected for the last several years. And it's time that some candidate speaks up for them, and whoever does that best will, in fact, be the next leader. We've seen in both the United States and in Canada and in all parts of the world extreme left or right divisiveness divisiveness, polarization, all this sort of thing. The person who captures where the majority of Canadians are and keeps it, keeps it palatable to both sides and, 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 and represents socially liberal, fiscally conservative on either which, uh, you, you know, and, and more so or, or either on, on whatever side you're on, that's the person that's going to move ahead. And Andrew Scheer has to get a handle on this. He has to uh, unite his party. And, and, and you know what? Maybe unite's not even the right word. The right word is at least come to some sort of common ground that appeases to to someone who is not on the extreme of either side. All right. You see, Scott wants his porridge not too hot and not too cold, and that could be the secret sauce here for the Conservatives. They get it, but not all of them. Craig, what about the Prime Minister? He has a similar choice. There is a test for him going after the heckler. We know the heckler had history, but did he know that? when he crafted his first response. Was it appropriate? His double down on diversity. It worked for him before. However, he can't ignore there is a new horizon out there. 
that there are Canadians or are concerned about asylum seekers. Does the the prime minister have to walk the same tightrope here? And if he goes too far, it's just as da- dangerous as what Scott has laid out for the conservatives, Craig. Yeah, I think that Trudeau did the right thing in the moment, and I'm sure he was relieved when uh, some of the Internet sleuths found out that uh, this woman who Trudeau essentially said was a racist, it turns out to actually be a racist. Uh, so he, he may have lucked out there. I'm sure he was relieved. Nonetheless, I think that they, they've kind of already made their bed that they're going to look at the Canadians who are going to like that type of messaging. Diversity is our strength. I, I think that there are some very legitimate critiques, critiques rather of, uh, of what the Liberals' immigration policy has been here. Here. But I think that from the political perspective, they decided we're going to go after the Canadians who are going to agree with us on this. So therefore, um, this is the, the type of messaging we're going to employ. All right, Scott, what do you think the biggest threat is for the prime minister? Look at you have Andrew Scheer, and it's quite a daring move. Those who criticize him within the party, he's heading off to India to so-called repair the relationship of what happened with Trudeau. You know, any liberal I have talked to, most of them who are honest, admitted that was a disastrous trip. What is at stake here for Justin Trudeau? I hope he's got the outfit packed and some sort of (laughs) dance uh, ready to go. You know what? I think that Justin Trudeau has to be careful. He does not Mm -hmm. fall into the same trap that Kathleen Wynne fell into. And by that, I mean losing focus on what really matters to the average Canadian or Ontarian. And and again, I think that... uh, uh, you know, what Andrew Scheer is doing is, is obvious politics, but again, I really do believe that the Prime Minister has lost focus with the average Canadian who, um, you know, is proud to be Canadian, is proud to have him as the front man of the band. I mean, that's what he is. He's got rock star status. He but had rock star status. It was correct. a brand, and yeah. brands change, Scott. Absolutely. And but 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 again, you can't preach sunny ways that make us all feel guilty mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of past Canadian atrocities. Uh, you just can't do that. And, and he's great at playing both sides of the fence. We saw this in the pipeline debate. He brings both sides together and then just stands there and says, OK, kids, make it all happen. You can't do that. You got to lead. And sooner or later, he has to do that. All right, Craig, as we watch this, it is, you know, it is a test right now for both of these leaders. The prime minister has the most to lose. Are, is it a different Canada right now, do you think, Craig? Uh, no, I think it, at, at, its, at its core, it's the same Canada. The issues are a little bit different, and the, the players are a little bit different. I think Trudeau's going to have to run a different campaign from the perspective of, I think it's a lot easier to be the challenger as opposed to the title holder in this situation. And Trudeau is the prime minister right now. It's a tougher campaign when you are the prime minister. But I think the, the Canada's the same. The issues have changed a little bit. Uh, I, I've been saying all week, though, that Trudeau's path to the 2015 win, coming from 30-whatever seats to getting 180-some, uh, against Stephen Harper and Thomas Mulcair, who I really believe are much more capable leaders than Andrew Scheer and Jagmeet Singh are. Um, I, I think that Trudeau might... I, I'm not going to say it's an easier campaign just because he is the Prime Minister, but it, it, it would be more challenging against better leadership from the opposition party. All right. Now the polls are showing it's quite close. All right. Quick question for both of you, because I know a lot of people are focused on what's happening here in Canada. On um, The other eyes are going in a crazy day in the United States. Scott Thompson, what 
do you make of these two cases, the President of the United States, the leader of the free world? So much of this comes into our Canadian conversation. What are you watching here? Well, I can't wait to get back to my Twitter feed. <laughs> I know. Considering what's been happening in the last however many months, imagine what's going to happen now. Imagine what it must be like to be in the President's office tonight and what they're talking about. I expect the Twitter feed to just be smoking tonight. And, uh, but again, at the end of the day, unless this comes with some sort of conviction or impeachment or what have you, the base is just going to, this is just going to throw the base into the arms of Donald Trump. Is it? Craig Needles, what do you say? I mean, does the law not matter here? It changed things in Watergate. The real life doesn't matter to Trump supporters. I think we've established that uh, clearly by now. Got the real world, the world that the rest of us live in, is not the same as the world that uh, the Make America Great Again mm-hmm. crowd lives in. Uh, so, no, nothing matters. Uh, Trump will be president forever. I think I've just resigned myself to this fact. Oh, all right. Thank you both. Get back to your Twitter feed, and we Thank appreciate you, your time. Thank you. Craig Needles, Global News Radio 980 London, and Scott Thompson, Global News Radio 900 Hamilton. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.